discipline can trump talent. Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock-solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh. Sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, Walter. Missing trades. How do we avoid it? Why does it happen? And um, how can it affect our trading? So for me, the way that I've tried to avoid that is by trading. Well, there's two ways for me. If I trade higher time frames, I don't necessarily have to miss trades. Like it's mm-hmm. just easier to see like the 12 hour candles. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing. The other thing is like, like, let's say I wanted to take a trade on a one hour time frame, then I would just set up an automation so that it enters the trade if, you know what I mean? If it's, mm-hmm. if, it, if everything sets up correctly. So yeah, yeah so that's, that's what I've done. Uh, but I think what you're getting at is the psychology behind it. The difficult part about it, I think for a lot of traders, like imagine you're playing a soccer game, right? And your team's down a goal. So it's you're zero one down a goal. You know, there can be a lot of pressure for you to try and score, right? To, you know, even it up, so to speak. And I think that's kind of the, the way that some traders, like we think about trading when we go, well, you know, we missed that one. And then you'll watch it and you go, oh, look, of course it worked out so nicely, blah, blah, blah. And so you kind of feel like you got to make it up by taking another one as soon as possible. The other real problem is getting in late and chasing it. I prefer recently, the last couple of years, I've liked to trade the trend mostly. So, so that's a real big deal, isn't it? Because if you miss an entry and you don't, you know, and then like it's tempting to get in again after your, your signal and you know, the trade's already up 80 pips or whatever. And you're like, well, I'll just get in now. Or what I like to do is really kind of hold off until another signal comes. Because if it's a strong trend, it's going to keep pulling back. It's going to keep giving you signals on the pullbacks if that's how you trade, right? So it's not really like for me, it's, it's more of a lifestyle thing, like making sure if this is something that really bothers you, then just make sure that you don't like just set up your day. You know, if you're away from the computer from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., then just trade those charts that allows you to make your trading decisions, you know, before you go to work or whatever. And then at the end of the day, when you get back, like just set it up that way. Like it's to me, it's an easy solution. I understand. But the problem is so many traders are into the lower time frames. They feel like if they quit their jobs, they would be better off because they could yeah. see all these, you know, all these candles unfold yeah. and that they wouldn't normally see. And that's really the danger, I think, is that you convince yourself that your trading would be better if you were dedicated to it completely. And that's where, you know, the missing trade thing kind of highlights that for some people. Like, oh, well, if I you know, if I quit my job, then I would have seen this one, this one, this one. And, you know, hindsight bias can seep in and you, you forget about that one, that one, and that one, which would have been losers, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. What do you line, do? Well, I think yeah. the bottom line also I see a lot is it just comes down to discipline, right? You just yeah. have to have the discipline to, you know, if you're trading the four-hour chart, check the chart every four hours. Or if you're day trading or whatever, then sit down for the one or two hours that you're going to day trade and just do that instead of like watching Netflix or like trying to make some bread on the side or whatever. Yeah, I think that's one of the major things that I see. Hey there, I hope you're finding this episode useful. I just wanted to let you know that Walter and I give away something valuable every month that helps traders improve their skills. You can enter to win by simply leaving an iTunes review and leaving a comment on our YouTube videos. At the end of each month, we'll look at the comments and reviews from the month and we'll pick a winner at random. Each comment and each review counts for one entry during the month that it's submitted. So if you're interested in that, be sure to enter after this podcast is over. 
All right, back to the episode. Yeah, that's that's very true. Like just setting aside that time, making your schedule. Discipline, it's it's a it's a funny thing. Like what you said reminds me of my friend in high school. He was a really good basketball player. He was a freshman in high school, so first year in high school, and he was on the varsity team, right? Which is the junior and sophomore, the year year eleven and year twelve normally kids are on that you know, he came in straight away. And um, I'll never forget, we became really good friends. And we still are to this day. And he said, and he went on and played in college and stuff like that. So he's a pretty good player, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm the worst athlete on the team. And I said, really? I said, what, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, he said, and this is coming from the only athlete on the basketball team who's been on the varsity team since freshman year, right? Yeah, and he yeah. said, I'm the worst athlete on the team. And I said, what do you, <laughs> what do you mean? He goes, and, and then I realized what he was saying. I go, oh, you're just saying you work harder than anyone else. And he goes, yeah. And that's kind of like, and it was true. It was absolutely true. He, he was the worst athlete on the team and he absolutely worked his tail off because I saw him do it, you know, and I saw the things that he did and all this crazy uh, Russian, Russian sports science that he was into and all that stuff. It was really cool, actually. But yeah, but so what, what I'm saying is, is discipline can trump talent. And in trading, it's kind of, kind of similar. Like discipline can actually... Like you might have a really talented trader or someone who has a really good system, but if they're not that disciplined, you can win. Like you can beat that trader in the markets just by being disciplined. You know what I mean? Yes, you need to have a system that works. Yes, you need to have all this stuff. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. That's all true. But if you have the discipline, that's a huge part of it. And, And I attribute the discipline to the reason why I was able to go through school and get a PhD. Like it was only because I was disciplined. It wasn't because I was super smart. Like that should be clear to all the listeners. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that's obvious, right? And and now I wasn't I wasn't the smartest person. I wasn't this or that or whatever. Or, you know, I just tried really hard and I set my you know what I mean? I set my um my goals up, my schedule up. I did the I did the work. You know, I literally got bounced doing my PhD. You have this thing where you defend it. They actually said no. Like usually it's, it's almost usually a, it's I'm almost serious. guaranteed, like, right? Yeah, it's almost guaranteed, right? It's almost a guaranteed thing that when you yeah. go in to defend your dissertation, you have this committee of five professors and they, they read through it. You give it to them. They have to, you know, they have it for a couple of weeks. They read through it and then you go in there and they ask you questions and then they like pass you or fail you. And they failed me. And I'm not going to get into all the politics about that because I think there were some. But, but, the, but the reality is I kept pushing on and I said, okay, well, you know, what do you want me to change? And they told me and I said, okay. So six months later, I came back and did, you know, made the changes and did it again. So, you know, that was just by being disciplined and keep, you know, keep going, keep going and hammering away at it and not, you know, getting discouraged or whatever or, or trying to do so, or just throwing my hands up and going, uh, you know, whatever. Like I saw today, actually, I went surfing this morning and I saw a guy in like one of those scooters, those motor scooters, mm-hmm. right? You know, and you could tell he was ill for whatever reason. He wasn't that old, really. You know, he's probably in his 40s or whatever, but he was like, you know, really sickly and he was in this motor scooter. He wasn't even like a big guy. So something was wrong with him, right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this other guy that I've seen all the time on the beach, same age, Okay, as the guy that was in the scooter, and I don't know what's wrong with this dude, but he basically has one leg. And what I mean by that is this guy runs on the sand, he sprints up and down stairs, and one of his legs is basically useless. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's like all bandaged up and stuff. Like it almost looks like it's like hanging. Like they told him, "Dude, we got to amputate your leg," and he's like, "No." I'm going to make it work again, you know? Like, that's what I imagine, yeah. And it's kind of the, the difference between these two guys. Like, the uh-huh. one guy's like, oh, 
okay, screw it. I'm going to have to be in a scooter for the rest of my life, you know? And the other guy's like, no. And he literally is like, you see him going up the stairs on one leg. He's like, ugh, ugh, ugh. And he's like making all these noises and stuff. Like, dude, the guy's going to die. And you'll see him on the sand, like all these people are jogging on the sand in the morning. And he's like on one leg, going, ugh, ugh. you know, I'm like, dude, this guy's crazy. But he's disciplined. You know what I mean? He yeah. wants to, he's trying to get back to where he was. It's clear, you know, that, that's what he's trying to do. So anyway, I just thought that, that was an interesting analogy and it's exactly what you're talking about Discipline, yeah yeah no, totally like I, I it wins guy, oh, and i didn't know this guy but i used to play against this guy in high school and um soccer and you know he was okay like we didn't know about him because he wasn't like spectacular or anything but same thing like he worked his ass off he made it to the he played for the houston dynamo i think in the M- really yeah and then he has like wow. one of the top 25 goals of all time because he scored a bicycle kick in like the MLS final or whatever. And when we played really? that guy in high school, yeah, but he wasn't like yeah. anything special, you know, but he yeah. worked his ass off and he, he got there and he, he's like a legend now at, at the Houston, um, Houston club. So yeah, it, I think work really does Trump work and discipline really do Trump any kind of skill that you have or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why you don't, you know, you rarely see someone who's super like, tra- like, like you're saying, like in sports, you rarely see someone that's so like just transcends sports. It's those those people that have the two, like they're really talented mm-hmm. and they work their butt off. And, th- and that's so rare. It's usually one or the other, right? Like you yeah. ha- usually have someone like they're super talented and they just kind of like ride that talent. Sure, they work. I'm not saying they don't work, but they don't totally push themselves. And then you have the like your friend or the guy that you knew that you played soccer with. He's the opposite. He's, he's like got some talent, right? Yeah. You know, maybe average talent, whatever, but he worked his, you know, he worked so hard to get to where he was at. And it's, and it, it should be like, a, this should be a message of hope for you traders. If you're, if you're kind of struggling right now, just know that that discipline is what will do it. You know, making that time to back test, making that time to check the charts, just cracking it in every day, even if it's only 20 minutes, working on your strategy, working on getting your data, doing your back test, whatever it is, it's a big deal. And it, it, it all adds up, you know? So yeah, yeah, it does. And I think it's also kind of hard to sometimes see like inspirational stories from traders. So I think it's also useful to like look at other areas of life and see, you know, these people have succeeded, even though they weren't the best or most talented in the beginning. And then just kind of draw some infor- inspiration from there also. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Biographies are great for that sort of yeah. thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Walter. See you. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.